What it do? It's your girl, AP. And y'all already know what time it is. We're about to turn this motherfucker all the way up like we always do. Now let's go. <laughs> Who you a fool for this one? Who you a fool for this one? Turn up! I ain't used to have shit, so I kinda like. What it do? It's your girl, AP. And I'm the host of Ask Katrina, please. I ain't used to have shit, I kinda Now let go! Beans in the cup, hold her chopstick on the floor. Locked in, ballin' on her, I ain't looked at the scope. Every fresh crayon apple, see brick when I pop. Bought me an ounce and went to post up. I hope you got that blunt rolled up. Bad is just for the money to hold. Fifteen hundred. Who gon' buy that shit up? New M8. You can see me over here choking out. Try to play slick once, so we took his shit. Turn up. Ain't even at the ass, baby. Pull up, suckin' dick. I can switch my wrist, switch the whip, switch my blick. Tired of being a nice guy overlooking shit. Oh, yeah. It's Friday, January the 12th, 2024. And all the bullshit got to go. Out the door. Say she's square, but not on me. Put a towel down. Fuck your man. I got enough to turn your frown around. Fake ass thugs. Ain't no shit. Must be Ramadan. This shit is in me. Not on me. Shit is on me too. Clean mission. With my dog. I'ma call him school. Ain't nothing more important than money. Head scooter. Spin up black. Man, hit him quick, man, young and jab Judah Money stacked to the ceiling, nigga Shout out to my listeners in Louisiana In the boot fucking with your girl, super tough And like I always like to let y'all know I'm fucking with you too Now let go! Uh, turn up! Oh, yeah! Tired of being a nice guy We about to turn this bitch up, sit back and relax, enjoy the show. Shout out to my listeners in Alabama, Florida, Virginia, Tennessee, Indiana, Canada, Spain, Maryland. Let's go! A turn up! Oh, I ain't forget about my listeners. In Florida. Antenna. Hey. I'm your girl AP. And I got me some dick tonight. Hey. Come on. Shout out to my young nigga. Hey. Hey. Put it down, babe. That's my vibe. I love him. Don't be mad. On my way! Gave him the keys to my car! <laughs> yeah! Turn up! If you ain't get no dick like this, then you can't understand what I'm going through. Yeah! Come on, Jasmine! Now! Turn up! Yes, he did! Goddamn! I finally got some dick for the new year. My first time, 12 days. That's how long it took. See how y'all good dick niggas do.
shine, y'all. <laughs> y'all ought to see my smile. Put it down. Sign that shit with me. He put it down. If you'd have got some dick for the New Year, sing. Put it down, put it down. <laughs> it ain't my fault if it went good, friend. You should have did better on that part. Hey, then trick on your nigga. Then trick on your nigga. Then trick on your nigga. Then trick on your nigga still. <laughs> Hey, I gotta give another special shout out to Louisiana Because y'all over 90% on my download And I just wanna know, you know what I'm saying? Is we related or not? Yeah, turn up! Keep talking with your girl AP It's only getting better from here We going straight to the top Some good dick. You feel like you can do anything. I might want to save a cat out of tree today. Let go. What it do, y'all? Y'all know I'm a whole fool, right? But we already knew that, so we in episode 12. So how I'm acting should no longer be a surprise. <laughs> and shout out to myself and you. For bringing us all the way to episode 12. You know, it's more than a pleasure as always, like Chick-fil-A like to say. I mean, you know, every time I get on my platform and check my demographics, I can't express it enough. It's simply nothing but motivation to continue, to push more, to bring you more material I love you so much. You are my inspiration. From the beginning you were before we ever made contact. You were already the inspiration. But now you're the motivation. Right now it's 3.53 in the morning. And I'm up doing a podcast. So that you can have something to enjoy for this weekend. I also want to uh, to give a shout out to my Boothine family. Uh the Kennedy family in their time of bereavement this weekend. My uh, friend, he lost his nephew, man, man at the beginning of the year, as I told you and the funeral will be this weekend. So keep them in your thoughts and prayers as well as my friend Lamont Fagan and his family. They, I think they're also going to be having their funeral this weekend for him. So just keep, you know, the energy in the atmosphere in the universe, high for them this weekend. It's never an easy thing to lose someone you love, especially so soon and so young. So, you know, we want to always remember that we're trying to live in peace so that we don't have to say rest in peace. Now, moving right along with the episode for tonight. Tonight's episode is actually... A part one is a slash part three, part one. So it's a 3.1. When you when you look it up to get ready to download or listen to it, it's going to say snitch ass bitch, part three, point one, the conclusion. So there's going to be two parts to this, uh, this episode 12. It's going to be episode 13 that will follow up. With the part 3.2. I didn't read the stories in order on purpose. Uh, I'm not trying to give you my life in a chronological order. Because I'm not a chronological type of person. So that's why the stories kind of bounce around the way they do. I want to give you a little drama. Then I want to give you a little freaky shit. Then I want to bring it back to some more drama. You know, know, I just want to like give you a little bit of everything. And then I'm going to start giving you some other shit. But right now, I'm, I'm giving you that raw shit. So, uh, if you want to go back, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to, to catch up, to understand what's going on, uh, with this story, you've got, uh, let's see, I'm looking through the stories to see 
where this story actually starts. And I want to say it is episode two. Yeah. So episode two, and I'm just going to go make sure I'm saying the right thing. Uh, episode two is snitch ass bitch part one, right? And then you got uh, snitch ass bitch part two. And that is going to be like, let's see. I'm, I'm looking it up now. So that way I won't be giving you the wrong information. Okay. So snitch ass bitch part one is episode two. But then you go episode one, two, four, five, six. <laughs> and I had to go back and re-record episode three. So episode three is actually after episode six. So where we are in the, and I know that's a lot of numbers I'm saying, but keep up. So episode two is the first part of Snitch Ass Bitch. Episode three, which is after episode six on the list. It's part two to Snitch Ass Bitch. Okay. And tonight we are on episode 12, Snitch Ass Bitch 3.1, The Conclusion. Now, if you ain't get that, then you're just going to have to keep back, go back and rewind and push that little 15 second thing and just figure out what the hell I'm talking about. Because one thing about it, if you fucking with your girl, we both high right now. And you know, sometimes you listening. I mean, sometimes you you hear shit, but you ain't really listening. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm not judging you. You still my friend. Tonight, I'm drinking some uh, Fruit Punch Minimade in the bottle. Because, you know, it's three different Fruit Punch Minimades all made by the same people. You got the one that you get at the vending machine. You got the one that come in the carton. And then you got the one that come in the jug. And all three of them motherfuckers taste different. Now, tell me I'm lying. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get this party started <clears throat> now I'm, I'm doing this episode in loving memory of a, the person in this story he actually died years ago after the incident happened uh, he was hit he was struck by a car and died uh, the, the, the young man's name in the story is Tiger Man. That's what I changed his code name to, but his actual name is Wolf Man. <laughs> and he was, uh, a rapper that rapped with the local rapper, him mobile named senile. So I'm going to play one of those songs by senile tonight, uh, in, in honor of him. And I just wanted to send this story out to Wolf Man tonight. So. That's why when you see that in the store, I mean, in the title, that's what I'm referring to. So tonight is uh, January or this morning is January the 12th, 2014. And tonight's episode again is the snitch ass bitch part 3.1, the conclusion and loving memory of Wolfman. Now let's go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Katrina woke up the next morning, eyes damn near swollen. Her back and neck ached from sleeping on the cold, hard floor the night before. She was woken by the announcement for child call, but she didn't have an appetite for shit but her freedom. One of the older white ladies from her cell asked for her tray, asked for her breakfast tray, so she went to stand in line and get the tray for her. While in line, the detention officer read the docket for court that morning, and Katrina heard her name for the first time in about 48 hours. She felt relieved, if for nothing else, that she would get out of the cell. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. She felt relieved, if for nothing else, that she would get out of the cell for a while. She still hadn't spoken to her mother or Romeo for that matter. She had never been to jail before, so she didn't know what to expect out of court. A few hours after breakfast, Katrina was now in the back of a paddy wagon with a handful of women who were just as anxious as she was. Most of them were discussing their case 
or daydreaming out loud about their plans if the judge decided to release them. Today, Katrina lit, I mean, if the, I'm sorry. Let me read that again. Most of them were discussing their case or daydreaming out loud about their plans if the judge decided to release them today. Katrina listened silently. She didn't have anything to say. Mainly because she was replaying how she got to this point over and over in her head. They made it to the courthouse and on the way in, she saw she saw Tiger Man standing, standing against the wall in the hallway behind the courtroom with some other inmates. As she walked past him, they immediately exchanged looks. He mouthed to her, don't plead guilty. At the time, Katrina didn't understand what he was trying to tell her, but she was sure she was going to find out soon. Katrina was placed in a holding cell with the other women. They were to sit there and wait for their names to be called for court. After an hour or so, Katrina was called into the courtroom where her stomach began turning into knots. And now it felt like she might shit on herself. She slowly walked into the courtroom. She immediately saw her mom and two aunts sitting on the second row. Her mother smiled a reassuring smile and Katrina tried to smile back, but she couldn't through the tears that were now rolling down her cheeks. She was mentally drained and she was so scared, mainly because she didn't know what was going to happen to her. The court proceeding began and Katrina's lawyer walked over to the desk where she was sitting. The lawyer was court appointed and to be honest, she didn't even know she needed a lawyer. The lawyer explained that she had been appointed by the court and she will be representing her in this case. Katrina was being charged with possession of controlled substance first degree, which carried a sentence of up to 10 years in prison. She was also being charged with marijuana second, which carried up to one year in county jail. The lawyer wanted to know how Katrina wanted to plead. Everything the lawyer said sounded like she was speaking in a foreign language. Katrina stared straight through the lawyer as she rattled on and on in a deranged daze. Ten years? What the fuck was she supposed to do with that bullshit? While the lawyer was still talking, the judge walked in and sat down. Everyone was told to rise and then they sat back down. A woman to the left of the judge began reading the charges again, and then it was the judge's turn to talk. She asked the lawyer had the charges been explained, and she said yes. The judge asked Katrina if she understood the charges against her and how she, and how she pleaded. Katrina pleaded not guilty. Hell, it wasn't her shit. The judge told Katrina that her mother had agreed to bail her out under the jail diversion program. Katrina had to, excuse me, Katrina would have to report to a probation officer weekly until her trial date. Thank you, Jesus, Katrina thought with relief. She was going home. The lawyer told her she would be in touch in the next few days to go over the case in detail. Katrina heard the lawyer, but she wasn't paying her any attention. Her mind was now on Romeo, who had been MIA for days now. I mean, she knew he wasn't going to come to court, but she had been calling him since Saturday, and it was now Monday and not a peep. Romeo and her mother didn't get along, so she knew not to ask her about him, especially after all this bullshit. Later that day, Katrina was released, and her mother... Excuse me. And her mother was in the parking lot waiting to take her back to her jail. But it wouldn't it, but it would be better than where she was leaving if for nothing else but to find out where Romeo was. For the first day or two, everything seemed shaky for Katrina. She listened to her mother on the other side of the house on the phone for hours telling anyone she could find to listen 
explicit details on Katrina's current fuck up. Damn, she really hated that bitch. Two months went by with Katrina living with her mother, the probation officer, and then having to go downtown and report to her court-appointed probation officer. It was starting to wear down on her. She had limited contact with Romeo, and he was now acting shady with her for some reason. Katrina just wished her life would hurry up and be over. It was the week of the trial, and Katrina had two days before her court date. She was preparing to get on the bus and her and head home when she saw and heard Romeo's black two-door 86 Cutlass coming down the street towards her. Katrina's heart skipped a beat. She got so fucking excited. She hadn't seen Romeo since the incident. She had only spoke with him on the phone. So this was definitely a surprise for her. <laughs> She ran to the car and saw his cousin and her old man in the back seat. Katrina got in all smiles and spoke to Vicky and Smurf. The four of the four rolled off blasting Webby's 612s. They stopped at the speedway on Government Street right outside of Maysville. That's the hood that Romeo was from. He asked Katrina did she want something. She said a peach fago. He came back with cigars, squares, and something to drink for everyone. As he distributed the items, he pulled out a little baggie with ecstasy. <clears throat> with ecstasy in it. Excuse me, I almost didn't know what I wrote. <laughs> Katrina thought to herself, oh, we about to party tonight. She threw her pill back with excitement, knowing that the fun had just begun. The party, the party went well into the night, and by midnight, Katrina had considered, I mean, Katrina had consumed another ex pill. She didn't know how much weed or alcohol, she just knew she was fucked up. She didn't give a fuck that her mother was expecting her back home after school that day. Katrina felt she deserved to have a good time. Plus, she missed Romeo so fucking much, she was going to spend as much time with him as he wanted. The four carried the party up on to the sun came up, feeling gooder than a motherfucker. At some point during a deep conversation that night, Katrina came to the conclusion that she would go to school later and withdraw. She had a, a for sure fire plan to get her life back on track. She would drop out of school and get her GED so that she would go so that she could go to school for nursing. Mind you, the bitch is first of all hiding a motherfucker. And she is in the 12th grade with three weeks left to graduation. But everyone agreed that the plan seemed like it would work. So Katrina did just that. And everyone in the office watched her high ass leave out of the office with her paperwork with such pity in their hearts. Because they could already see her fate. Katrina got in the car to ride out for Romeo to sell dope for the day. To be continued. Thank you. Hey, I just said that now. <laughs> uh, man, I'm just smoking on this cell. I'm tilted to the west. I ain't hogging up in my legs. Greens in every headrest. As I slide through the line, see I'm skinning and grinning. Tell my good that is him. He looking good in that dinner. I got houses and cars. I got thousands of 
bras. I got ducks that don't quack. I got jeans, I got slacks. Boy, you can't see me with a telescope. Uh, I got hella dough in a bag. Yellow hoe that do whatever I tell her for. Making 80% of every dollar she get. And that put it so where to make an average nigga CC. I pull holes like teeth and I ain't even no dentist. They trying to give me 30 years and I ain't even no minutes. I'm kinda like the line of screamers. Lip daddy don't cross me. Run up on me, I got something that'll get you up off me. See you sweating from the bench when I'm balling and yes, it's plain. Hey, hey. That I'm a tear. That shit joking, man. Smoking on this weed, sipping on this bliss. I got diamonds in my grill, diamonds on my wrist. I'm the shit, my nigga, and it's plain to see. Y'all niggas ain't fucking with me. Diamonds on my wrist, I'm the shit, my nigga, and it's plain to see. Hey, shout out to my nigga, see now the frozen child. Back and side to side, never let the Roger Williams projects in this motherfucker. Yeah, let go. And they really did have that shit down here. But I'm gonna be, I ain't no square, so how you motherfuckers gonna corner me? I'm a rider. I got furniture in my house. That you can't describe. Can you picture me, bitch? me creeping through your hood up in a stretch escalade. Sipping on Chris with no ice, cause I got ice across the top and the bottom. Soon as I smile at them bitches, I know I got them. No problem, no question asking, just phone number passing. I can tell by the way she acting, she's first night action. And they say that she's a gold digger. Wish I was digging for nothing, cause I ain't got numbers, some platinum. That's how we roll now. Smoking and choking. Get ready to talk some shit with Mobile, Alabama. Y'all can go check them out on YouTube or Apple Paw Music. Shout out to my nigga Big Quint. And this is in the making. It's called Travel Town. Sensitive in a motherfucker. Y'all don't know that, but I do. Yeah, come on. <laughs> do that shit, baby. Yeah! Paid up. Man, so many niggas think 
gave up coming up in the project where I was raised up. I remember I used to go get frozen. Turn up! By eight years old with my homeboy now. That shit remind me of the old days. But over here, man, shit changed. The way I see it, it never Let go! Changed. I got niggas doing time. A few in the great song still here, but these niggas change. No jump shot, but they fade away. That's the reason I stay in my Let go! Pain. Taking painkillers, trying to murder the pain. The gas to blow smoke like a train. Shit that I'm smoking on, so it's gone. No moon rock, but this shit got me stoned. But he gonna win anyway, bitch. So you can just step the fuck on. Period. We strictly on the paper, baby. Nigga shit. That's one of the reasons it's robberies. And not too many hit the lottery. I'm telling the truth, so don't lie to me. Fuck mm. where I'm at, I know where I'm gonna be. Kicking shit with my nigga, no soccer team. Balling hard like the major league. I know these people gonna be watching me. Turn up! No privacy. Never needed a nigga to ride for me. But I know my nigga still gonna ride for me. We gonna ride for you, baby. Don't make me get mad. I swear I'm gonna beat it like Rocky. Never had any management growing up. Even my teachers, they knew I was cocky. Turn up! That shit don't phase us, baby, because they going to talk regardless. One thing about that. Hit that shit, big queen. Hey, mistake me for a mosquito. Austin. Don't cut, wait, wait, 
Jello. Twenty blue tilts in the FN clip, got two tucked in my Gucci. Lay down! Cutting them butt them dogs. I'm cutting that bitch my box. Lay down! Boom, boom, yellow tape, five, five. Lose. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Back that truck up. Work, work, work. Hit him with a sticky on a t shirt. Look, hey. my bitch really, really need to start two twin kills. It's Katrina, please. Podcast show is officially international, nigga. We got listeners in Spain. We got listeners in Canada. Nigga, shout out to Louisiana. I'm fucking with y'all. Shout out to Virginia. Shout out to Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Maryland, Tennessee. Nigga, we about to be all the way across the sea. Fuck with your girl. We already out of. We cross the sea. Let go. Thank you for your love and support. We gonna turn this bitch all the way up. <laughs> Y'all, I am extremely stupid, ain't it? <laughs> I know, I know y'all be like, man, they all crazy. But y'all love that shit. Y'all fucking with that crazy shit. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, though. I see y'all. It's showing me. It's showing me where it's coming from, and I'm loving that shit. Like... The little, the little state, the little states on the map. Like, I started with just a few, like two or three. And now I'm all the way up to like eight states and two more countries. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is motivation. Nigga, get on your job. I'm here for it, though. Like, keep pushing me. Keep showing me that shit because I love it. And I, I promise you, it's only going to get better every episode. I, I guarantee I confirm all that shit. <laughs> so now we're in the Let Me Tell You Something segment of the podcast. Uh, and I actually have two different things that I kind of want to hit on tonight. Uh, one of them is uh, negative attitudes. Uh, and then the other one is good dick. Uh, and they go hand in hand here. And I'm, I'm going to explain myself, so don't, you know, don't get ahead of yourself trying to figure out what I'm talking about. Just roll with me, all right? Now, you got, I can't smoke and talk right now, but you can. And uh, shout out to the weed man for the good smoke, but I, I need some more. I'm out. <laughs> and, you know, as a weed connoisseur, a stoner as myself, it is essential that I have weed every day. Uh, am I a junkie? You can call it what you like, but I don't behave as a junkie. I behave as an outstanding citizen. But, you know, whatever you want to call it, I'm a junkie. Damn right. I need my weed. I need weed like I need to breathe. If I ain't going to have no weed, I don't even think I really want to breathe. I'm just playing. <laughs> I, might, I might forget how to breathe. I don't know. <laughs> We man just come through, god damn. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, I just want to talk about uh ladies in general. Uh no, you know what? It's not about ladies in general. I'm not gonna do that. I don't like to single out a specific person or people. I like to be fair. In general, y'all with these negative attitudes. In this, and specifically, I'm talking about tonight. You know, it's one thing to have a negative attitude, but it's another thing when everybody else got to experience it with you. For instance, if you having a bad day, you can keep that shit to yourself. You can go write it down. You can go yell it in a bottle and throw the bottle in the trash and or in a river or whatever you need to do in your own personal space. And see, as long as you're doing that, I don't have a problem with you and your negative attitude. It's when you try to take your negative attitude and bleed it on to me. Because, see, unbeknownst to you and them little problems you complain about, Motherfucker, I got real problems. 
Shout out to my problems for keeping me going. <laughs> no, but for real. See, you and your you you let your problems handle you. And I handle my problems. That's why people don't even know that I got problems because like you you ever met a motherfucker or know somebody and Every time you speak to them and you be like, hey, girl, how you doing? Well, girl, let me tell you. Damn, I hate I even asked. It's just really a rhetorical question. But a motherfucker that thinks negatively and let their problems handle them. When you ask them how they doing, they want you to know. But my thing about negative people like that, they want you to know the problem. But when you try to get them a solution, they don't want to hear that shit. So, in other words, they don't even really want no advice or solution for their problems. They just want you to be, they just want to weigh you down with the energy of the problem. Maybe you, not, not, not that you feel like them, maybe now you got some shit to tell them about your life. So, now they can feel better about their problem. No, 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 this ain't that, baby. Life is good. I got my red bottoms on. And life is fucking good. I'm not being sarcastic. My life is good even with the problems. Because I have recognized that I understand that problems are always going to exist of some nature. So you got to change. You, you can't change that problems going to come. You got to change your disposition about the fact that you're going to have problems at all. And nobody said that when the problems come, you're not going to have an emotion in that problem. But to be, in generally speaking, negative about everything, that ain't the right way to be. I literally had to tell a lady, like, I had to tell a lady at work the other night, already, day two, listen, you want... They they complaining because it's too many people coming in the restaurant. But you're a server. How else are you going to make money? How else? If the people don't come in here and eat the food. Like people don't see how one plus one make two. They just want to get to two. They don't want to do the one. They don't even want to do the plus or the other one. They just want the number two. And I hope you caught that. But bitch, you got to do some ones, some ones, some ones, and then do a plus, and then do some ones, some ones, and now you'll get your two. And if you're not sad, listen, let me, hey, I don't know who this for, but listen to me. The only thing you got to do is stay the color you was born and die. That's the only thing you got to do. You ain't got to do nothing else that you're currently doing, being told to do, or none of that shit. You don't have to do it. Now, are there consequences in certain situations where if you don't do this, then this is going to have a fucking right? Because, again, one plus one equal two. But what I'm saying is, if something's bothering you, if something's making you uncomfortable, unhappy with yourself to the point you just can't find one reason to be satisfied in the situation, then baby, at this point, okay, after day one, you recognize that. Day two is your fault. You first of all, if you're thinking and acting negatively, I already know you're thinking and operating in fear. Because fear is the reason you haven't got out of the situation yet. If the job is stressing you out, quit it. Well, what about my bills? What about them? What's more important, paying your bills or being happy? I mean, you ask yourself that. I mean... Right now, I might be happy, but when your bill don't get paid and it get took, you ain't going to be happy no more. So, you know, you, you got you, you got to go figure that part out. But what I'm trying to tell you is, what's most important to you? Your happiness and your peace? 
or this job, trying to pay your bills, trying to do this, whatever the fuck your reasoning behind why you keep coming in here complaining every goddamn day. And, and the thing about that negative ass energy, when you start complaining, and I'm over here trying to like let my light shine and my own life light, I'm faking it to make it whatever in my current situation this day. And now here you come with that negative shit. And now it's making me feel heavy. Get the fuck from around me with that shit, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. I, I really don't. I just really don't. I feel like you need to change the narrative in your own situation. You're the author of this book. You're the star. You're the main character. And you the author at the same time. So you can make your character do whatever you want it to do. You can be whatever you want to be. It's power in the mind. I always stress that. That there's power in the mind as in the mind in your head. And there's power in the mind as in mind myself. There's power in both minds. Or we can say mind, M-I-N-E, excuse me. That would be the mind of myself. Uh, there's power in the M-I-N-D and the M-I-N-E. And as I run it, that the E and the D right next to each other. I don't know where that's going, but I'm high and I just caught that. But anyway, that's not the point of what I'm saying. The point is the power in both of those words. If you put them into action and make them more than just words, you'll see that anything you want, you can have it. And anything you don't have is because you 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 must really don't want it. So you being on this job and it's making you upset, you must love that shit. Because you keep coming back for some more. And you know, I just believe bitches like that ain't getting no dick. And 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 I know that when we talk about getting dick, uh I, this now this is a grown folks podcast, so I don't I don't think I should have to explain the importance of getting dead. I think we should all be on the same page for that. And I'm not just talking about no little dick, cause see, I'm a comedian, but I'm also a dick activist. I'm a dickologist. Like I I study in the field of dick. I'm a professional. I have over twenty years of knowledge on penis. And <laughs> not only do I have knowledge on it, I literally birthed three of them and raised uh, one to 22 years old. And he now is. Uh, I have 22, 14, and 6. <laughs> so I think I, I, I know about dick in all aspects at this point. And uh, there is so much power in a vagina. But without the dick, the vagina is nothing. Okay. And, and vice versa. And you got these little dick niggas out here. They're not, you know, and I and I and I promise you, I don't care if I'm offending a listener that's a little dick nigga. There's nothing you can do about that. But I just want to let you know you deserve somebody pussy, not mine, but you not changing lives. You might be making babies. Like I know little dick niggas that make babies, but you're not changing a life. When a nigga with a long dick put that dick in a bitch back. <laughs> straight like that. You know what I'm saying? See, I just thought my whole little demeanor just switched up. Because when a nigga put that dick in your back and beat it up like that. Baby, like, it, it's inspiration for the nation. Like... You be ready to help a seal that got a little uh six pack ring around his neck. You wanna you wanna baze ducks with done and get the oil off of them. I might wanna go to St. Jude and make a wish foundation and read a child a book. I don't fucking know. I just wanna save the world now. Cause the nigga done dug in my back. <laughs> It do something in my spirit. <laughs> and maybe you gonna get you some dick. You know what I'm saying? You won't be feeling like you gotta act like that. It ain't no way a nigga dicking you down, giving you good good head or whatever, whatever. You know, y'all having great sex. There's no way that you're gonna be walking around cranky and feeling negative. 
You're going to be inspired. So, AP, what you're trying to tell them, what I'm trying to say is maybe, bitch, you should go get you some, get, go get you some dick. Quit thinking it's cute to, like, brag and say you ain't had sex in six months. This shit ain't cute. When bitches say shit like that, I delete them off. Like, well, I ain't got before the friends and 20 of them dead on social media right now. But back in the day, I would delete you as a friend in a heartbeat. If you was a man or woman on social media, brag, especially a man. Because according to uh, research, I heard men supposed to be busting multiple nuts a day. Every day. So for a man to be bragged by him fucking like, that's why I, this, it brings me to my last little point. Uh, you know, a lot of the reason y'all ain't getting no dick or no pussy, your standards too high. You got unrealistic goals, uh, of other people and expectations. And somebody fooled you and made you believe that you should have expectations of a person. And that's why y'all keep failing because uh, we as humans are destined to make mistakes and have failures, number one. And if you're trying to love a person and expect things of them and they already designed to fuck up, they're going to fuck over you. And sometimes it's not even that they intentionally fucking over you. You just in the way and you get fucked. Oh, you just trying to make excuses for fucked up people. Well, I'm making excuses for all of us then. Because we all fucked up people that make mistakes. And we and if you look back on any point in your life, even recently, you have, you know, crossed somebody in a way or rubbed them in the wrong way and, and they feel some type of way about you. I guarantee. Without you even knowing. And it's not even going to be your fault. It's their expectations. We got to cut those expectations out of the picture. And if you're going to fuck with somebody, if you're going to love somebody or say you in love with somebody, you got to be in love with them for who they are and not what you want somebody to be to you to show. To you. Because, see, this was going on with bitches. Now, I don't know what's going on with the niggas. Bitches have this idea of what it should feel like when a man love them. Like, he should be doing this. He should be saying that. He should be available. He should, all this, these little things. And those are expectations you have. And, you know, to a certain degree, a man, when trying to show effort, he will oblige to those demands or those ideas that you have that you want for him. But in actuality, he shouldn't. A man should be exactly who the fuck he want to be to you. And if you don't like that shit, then, then move on to the next one. Because somebody don't like the nigga that he is. And vice versa. A woman should not be changing anything about herself. I am never going to make myself small to make you feel better. Anytime you start doing that. You know already lost. The regret can begin. It's like the race for regret has begun. Don't be around here making yourself little to make somebody else feel big. You really going to do that? Like your life is not more important than theirs? Fucking right it is. That's your life. I keep telling you this shit is selfish. You got to get selfish. So you can get rid of those, first of all, so you can let a nigga in to bust your guts and you can get rid of them negative vibes. They all go together. You can, you can say I'm lying. You can say I'm trying, but bitch, that's why you sitting somewhere by yourself crying because I'm not, I'm happy as fuck. Like, oh, um, is my nigga perfect? Uh, oh, uh, is my nigga doing shit behind my back? I don't fucking know, and I don't go looking for it. I don't even have time to be an investigator on what a nigga doing, because, bitch, I, I, I'm I'm doing me. Not, no, I'm not somewhere for you. See, he ain't got to fuck. He, he can go fuck who he want to fuck. Within reason, I don't give a fuck. Now, bitch, I'm not saying if I see you out somewhere with this hoe, then I ain't going to cluck you across your head. Because that's big facts. And you just already know not to play with me like that. 
But that's besides the point. I ain't even worried about that. I'm not even looking for that. Because I'm already too busy doing me, as I said. But what I'm saying is, I don't have to fuck with nobody else. And he never asked me to do that. You see what I'm saying? He never put that expectation upon me like, bitch, you better not get nobody my pussy. But when a nigga putting it down in that caliber of putting it down, what what reason do I need to fuck more than one nigga? How many good dicks do you need? Now, that's a trick question, so we ain't going to answer that right now. <laughs> but when you got a lot of shit going on, when you working, you trying to take care of your churn, I'm doing a podcast every week, sometimes two times a week now, I ain't really got time for more than one nigga. Like, that's really too much going on. And I like to pour my energy into that one good, potentially good-ass nigga. That's just how I am. Like, I want to put all my energy in you. Like, I like when the, the, the energy and the chemistry between us is magnetic and is on fire. And, and we connecting and we bonding and we clicking and we inspiring and motivating each other. And we talking each other through problems. And then we go fuck. It be like, bow. You know what I'm saying? It be like, it be like this. <laughs> But, I mean, but that's me. You got to do what make you happy. But I always tell you now, you can't control nobody. So that's why you got to get rid of those expectations. So that, it even expectations of not just somebody you dating or fucking, but expectations of people in general. Because people are designed to make mistakes. And, you know, fail you or fail themselves. It's all a part of the circle of life and the circle of growth. Like, you can't grow without making a mistake. And like I said, sometimes you just get caught in the crossfire. But it's your decision to stay. Like, after you get crossed up, it's your decision to stay fucking with that person at that point. So, if if you're going to fuck with somebody, please. Please don't complain about it. Just deal with it. Because after that person, it's another person with they fuck shit. And it's another person with they fuck shit. Like everybody is on some type of fuck shit. I can guarantee you that. Like this is not this is not something that I'm just saying it's true fact. People be on the fuck shit. So you just, you know, I'm telling you, you got to let them expectations go. Them negative vibes and that whining and bitching, that don't change nothing, baby. Quit talking so much and start thinking so that you can come with come up with a solution or a plan of action <clears throat> so that you can be a better person. Because newsflash, we all... We all got problems. I don't know if you knew that or not. Like while you were doing all your whining, just to let you know we all got problems. So, bitch, why you think I want to sit up and listen to you talk about yours and I don't get to talk about mine? And I don't want to talk about them because, as I just said, talking about it don't change nothing. Just get you a plan of action. And see, when you start moving in that plan of action and it makes progress, It'll it'll fade the negativity away, cause you'll start seeing that hey I'm uh, it's not so bad after all. So that was just my message for y'all tonight. You know, take the negativity, let's stump on it, let's get some dick in our life, uh, ladies, fellas. You know, I don't think I don't know too many men that's having problems trying to get some puss in their life like y'all y'all pretty much be on that <laughs> but uh you know find you somebody that you can connect with because you you definitely i mean i know we feel like we don't need nobody and that's cute but you do need like you need somebody that's why we heal that's why all the other bodies are on earth with you if you didn't need nobody you would have been born on the planet with nobody 
but you weren't. You were born here with us. So you need one of us. I don't know which one of us need which one of us you need, but you need one of these motherfuckers around here. So come on off the high horse with the expectations and the stipulations and the ultimatums and all this shit. Like, if a nigga listen, if you wanna fuck with a nigga, now I ain't talking about no mayor man. But if you wanna fuck with a nigga and he ain't married, if he fucking with another bitch, so what? So what at this point? Like, I ain't talking about no disrespect for shit. Like, he putting it all in your face. I'm talking about that shit you be trying to go find. That ain't none of your business. Who, who another, especially if y'all fucking with a rubber, who another nigga fucking is none of your concern. I mean, you, you might ponder the idea. And that's human nature. I mean, we've been, we've been set with these traditional ways of thinking. And, you know, you've been taught to give a fuck. But I'm telling you as a friend, just to save that little piece of your mind, who gives a fuck? If when that nigga get around you, he treating you right, he acknowledging you, you know, y'all having fun, y'all vibing, and you getting you some dick, like, why you trying to stop other bitches from getting it? Or why you like trying to investigate to figure out who the other bitch is? Don't ever be that bitch. Because you going to be the bitch that lose. Be the bitch that's not bothered. Be unbothered by the other hoes. Have confidence in your position in a man's life. Whatever position that is. And if you play your role correctly, you'll get a promotion. If that's what you're looking for. And don't try to front with me like you ain't. If you fucking with that nigga and you fucking with him tough, bitch, you want to be, you want to be a bitch or that bitch in that caliber of bitch in his life. And just follow me. I hope you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but just chill out. Chill out with the negative energy, the negative vibes, the whining, the complaining. And just be a person of action. A person of peace. Like a man, he need more than just a pussy from a bitch. He want the pussy and the peace. And when you give a man pussy and peace, that's his power. Then he can go out there and be a boss-ass nigga and make major moves. And in turn, he going to know that the energy he feeling is coming from you. And you will reap the benefit, I guarantee. But you can't you can't be pussy and peace trying to control a nigga, trying to set expectations on how he going to act. He don't act a certain way you leaving him alone. Okay, and like I keep telling you, you can leave that nigga alone, but I guarantee you it's a bitch that's going to love that shit. And with that being said... <laughs> We're going to go ahead and end this thing because it is almost 5 o'clock in the morning. And I need to give me at least two hours of sleep before I start my day. <laughs> I love y'all so much. Again, shout out to Louisiana. I always have to start there. Louisiana, Virginia, Alabama, Florida. Uh, we got Maryland, Indiana. We got Georgia, Tennessee. We got Canada and now Spain. And I'm fucking with all y'all. Thank y'all so much for the love, the support, tuning in constantly. I'm going to have a new episode, episode 13, probably Monday or Tuesday of next week. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Uh, stump on them negative vibes. It's not going to change your situation. Trust me. Just be a person of action. I love you. I want you to love yourself because that's who you came here to love the most. It's been real. I'm your girl, AP, and this is episode 12, Snitch Ass Bitch, part 3.1, the conclusion. Thank y'all and good night. On the one, no nigga. All the real niggas in heaven, man. I need someone to call. Come on, Quando. These phones tap. I don't even wanna talk. Got a very long road. These niggas ain't never walked on. My back against the rope, she cut her tie so I can, can fall, fall on it. You wasn't built the whole shit down. That's why you touch your back on me. You couldn't hold me down even if you had on some gravity. I got my own empire. They tryna take down my masterpiece. Into reality. See, I was grinding out my trunk. I felt like Master P. 
Come on. Pour one up for your real niggas. R.I.P. Lamont Thagan. R.I.P. Man Man. R.I.P. Wolfman. R.I.P. London. London Clemens, my homeboy. Y'all living in the sky. Come on. Like a cone, I'm a totter. It ain't on my room, on my roster. I flip around the city with top shotters. Timmy told me go get him, and, and I got him. All them broke ass promises, I know. Never bought him. Heaven, man, I need someone to call. Nowadays, these phones tap. I don't even want to talk. Down a very Come on. Road. These niggas ain't never walked on. My back against the wall, she cut her tie so I, I can, can fall on you it. You build the whole shit down, that's why you touch your back on me. You couldn't Come on. I don't even know if you had on some gravity. I build my own empire, they trying to take down my masterpiece. They mad, I turn my dreams into reality. reality. See, I was grinding out my trunk. I feel like Master P. Pulling up for, for the real, real niggas. niggas. Pulling up for my real niggas. Dope boy dreams, sip out the cup. Come on, going down. Posting the cup. Up in it, I'm by myself. No, I don't really be on no party shit. I'm trying to be discreet. I feel like Ronnie Rich. Rich. How you supposed to be my dog? You want to murder me, though? Sign to the streets three times. I, I feel like Dirky, yo. Counting up a tech while on the jet. I ain't talking to Tokyo. You told them last to me. No Pinocchio. And then you got the nerve to ask me how I feel, nigga. Pull one up for the real niggas. I want to tell a word about you just so they can get jealous. Till I, I wish that I met her. If I catch the opposition, guarantee I'm a scratcher. So we bet not let me catch him. Come on, Ron. Come on, Quando. I don't even want to talk on a very long road. These niggas ain't never walked on my back. I'm your girl, AP. And it's been real. That's why you turned your back on me. You couldn't hold me down, even if you had some square. gravity. I my own empire, trying to take I'm my a masterpiece. masterpiece. I think they mad, I turn my dreams into reality. See, I was grinding out my trunk, I felt like Master P. Pulling up for the real niggas. Pulling up for the real niggas. Dope boy dreams, sip out the cup for the real niggas. Posting the cut with the real killers. I'm your girl, AP, y'all. I love y'all, and good night.